What up, Buzz? What up, Buzz? What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Tapped in? Tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack us. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Goose on Tap. He's at the bar. He went out. He's already beat me there because he's sad because the Bulls lost this game. Uh, before we get into this, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for our Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter, Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, listen to us. Five star rating and review because it's cool and tough. We're presented by Sports Illustrated Media Group. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Goose. 10291. Bulls are out. They're done. You mean we're, we're, we're not going to the championship? No. No, we're not. No? No, we're going to the lottery instead. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe the ping pong balls bounce the right way and we catch a break, but I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, it's better to go in with low expectations, unlike tonight where I came in a little hot and heavy, thinking we were going to kick Jimmy Butler's ass. And for a minute in the fourth there, I was feeling pretty good. And then Jimmy Butler did Jimmy Butler things, and the Heat were in the bonus a little too early. And uh, I think the story of the night is probably Mr. Max Drew sitting, what was it, eight? Nine three-pointers on the night. X-Bull cut due to an ACL injury. Uh, the Heat's new Duncan Robinson, somebody the Bulls very much could have used uh, last year and this year since we have no three-point shooting. But to uh, see him destroy us out the gate with Spo putting him in the starting lineup was definitely demoralizing. I can't believe it was the Max Truss revenge game is how we go out here. That's that's the end of our season. Max yeah, Truss Jim- came out, took us out. I can't – like, listen, man. Like, Jimmy Butler, he, he played a good game. He was, I mean, 11 for 24, 9 for 10 from the free throw line. He was Jimmy Butler doing Jimmy Butler things. Bam, Bam Adebayo played like shit. He went one for nine from the field. He had eight points, and he had 17 rebounds, four assists, but he provided little to no scoring for the for uh, for Miami. Tyler Hero struggled, five for 12, had 12 points. Uh, their bench had 11, where my hands? 20 points. Their bench had 20 points off the bench tonight. Um, Good old you know, finger count. Thank you. I, I was, that's what I was doing. I was trying to figure it all out. You know, um, the Bulls' offense was the, was the problem. It wasn't really their – their defense that bad. Uh, they just got beat by an unexpected guy to get hot and carry the Miami Heat. And that's why this will be always, to me, deemed the Max Struess game. Yeah, no, this is by all means the Max Struess game. Uh, hurts a lot. You know, I was expecting a Jimmy Butler game. 
I was not expecting Max Struess to go Clay Thompson on our ass and essentially keep us out of this game. Now, the Bulls found their way back in it, uh, made it a fight, but at the same time, uh, other than that, that that slight moment in the fourth after that Kobe three, I wasn't really feeling confident throughout the game. Um, started kind of slow, looked a little out of place. Um, Zach wasn't doing too hot. Uh, it just didn't really feel right. Kobe went ice cold in the fourth quarter, and if you take a glimpse or a glimmer of hope or anything that you could take as you as you leave this season, it's hoping that Kobe White remains a Chicago Bull. He played absolutely fantastic. I, I couldn't believe how good he was, and I was really upset to see Billy Donovan take him out of the game uh, in the fourth quarter there and, and put Patrick Beverly back in. I listened to Billy's press conference when I was putting the kids upstairs and getting them ready for bed. That's why we're so late getting on tonight. I let them stay up with me and watch failure of a game. But uh, I was listening to Billy's press conference. He kind of defended that move. I, I know that you're out and about and you're having a good time. I was out there with the garage and juice and all those guys. I was having a good time too, but I got to get your opinion on that. What do you think about Billy pulling it? No, I mean, Kobe is probably one of the streakiest players in the league, but when his confidence is flowing, he is one of the easiest players to play through and find points for. Uh, so to see Billy kind of go away from him, well, he really was kind of getting it going, is, I guess, uh, discouraging. Uh, but I do feel Billy pushed a couple of the right buttons tonight. Oh, I, th I think he did, too. Game. That was just a part that I kind of saw as being like, that was that might have been a dagger to yourself because Kobe was doing well on the defensive end and Kobe was doing well on the offensive end. It, could have kind of daggered ourselves by doing that. I know we were playing from behind at that point, but you need Kobe's offense because you got nothing. Zach was 6 for 21 tonight, man. You have 15 points. Yeah, no, uh, a couple of Billy's moves tonight were a little questionable. Uh, I did really like DeAndre move, though. He seemed to be getting the best of Bam tonight. You almost had a better game than Vooch. Uh, what did Vooch end up with for points and rebounds tonight? Uh, Vooch went six for nine from the field, 0 for one from downtown, 12 points, nine boards, one assist. But that's all we got from him. I don't know. Man, and that almost makes you question why the Bulls didn't go to him more. Um, uh, well, more I, I so felt pedestrian like, in the fact that he didn't get the opportunities. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I see it's at moments like this where you're kind of looking for that physicality and you're trying to figure it out. I mean, the Bulls got fucking killed on the boards and if Vucevic isn't giving you anything offensively, I know he spaces the floor so well because we don't have shooters. That's the problem here. This, this team is just a death trap and it's got to change. It's unfortunately got to change. Yeah, no, unfortunately after tonight's game, uh, we'll be turning to the off season here without lottery luck. It's, it's kind of hard to picture what this Bulls team does. You're in a tight spot with DeMar and Vooch. DeMar is going to be looking for a contract extension. It's hard to tell that man no after what he's done for this team. So you're negotiating from a disadvantage there. Uh, if they even given keep up him. Two first-round picks and Wendell Carter uh, for Vooch. Obviously, he's an unrestricted free agent. I can't see that you're going to get any of that real value back. Um you know, in, in a sign-and-trade for him. I don't know how many teams can really even offer him that kind of money, which maybe plays into the Bulls' favor there. But outside of that, I really – this offseason is going to be a lot more interesting than the season itself because we made no moves. Um, offseason, for the most part, and throughout the whole entire season, as we've touched on, 
Bulls are one of two teams to make no in-season moves. You had the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers be the only other team to be in that category, and obviously they traded for Donovan Mitchell in the offseason, so they didn't have to make too many adjustments. Um, So it really feels weird right now uh, coming into this game, feeling really hyped. Uh, absolutely for no reason because the reward was playing the Milwaukee Bucks. And I, I know, but series. there's something about competitive basketball, man, right? There's just something about competitive basketball that just brings out the – like you want your fucking team to win when you're watching them in it. Yeah, no, I mean, when it's do or die and it's your team, you you feel like you're in that mix. Like like um, I told you last night, I've kind of switched my whole take on this playing thing with my team being in it. I've I've really enjoyed it this year, and I'm gonna. I I was wrong. I'll eat. I'll eat that, man. I was wrong. Well, no, and all fun. the games to this point have been fantastic. I agree. Some of the best basketball I've watched all year, Goose. That that OKC New Orleans game was amazing to finish. SGA and Ingram just going at it back and forth. Josh Giddy um, going nuts. And and I feel like Giddy's rather underrated for what he's done since he's come to the league. So you're not wrong. You're not. I wrong. was I was happy to see OKC win that game. It it kind of makes you sad in the sense that they're a team that has stuck to the rebuild, hasn't really tried to accelerate this. Came into the the season with limited to no expectations at all, um, and now they find themselves playing right now for a chance to be in the playoffs, uh, despite that abundance of draft picks. Uh, Holmgren hasn't even played for him. That team has definitely got some shit cooking over there. And I am beyond envious because, you know, the Bulls, they, they don't have too much. Like, this this was their all-in move. This this was the end game, And unfortunately, the end game turned out to be a second-round play-in exit against Jimmy Butler, which obviously adds salt to the wounds just a little bit more. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to go too much into the Jimmy Butler trade, but it, at this point, it, it's hard to say that you won. It, you technically got two all-stars out of the deal, but one of them is no longer on this team. Um, and the one that you do still have just lost to Jimmy, the guy that was supposed to be past his prime and on his way out and an injury risk and not somebody worth retaining on a supermax contract, which is a completely different conversation, but to be sitting where the Bulls are after making all these aggressive moves. In a fan's perspective, it hurts. <laughs> it kills. I mean, because we're sitting here, we're we're in the lottery, but we don't get our pick unless we hit the top four. And that is it's not highly unlikely now. I mean, it's highly unlikely. I, I think the percentages of us landing in the top four are still higher than they were for us landing rows. So I guess as a Bulls fan, you can hang on to that lightly. <laughs> Um, but, but outside of that, there's really not that much hope for the off season. It's hard to see this team getting better with what's projected to happen, um, in the off season, but at the same time, it's also hard to really justify going too much further backwards. You kind of just have to retool unless you're going to trade out of Zach Levine entirely. Um, I'd like to think Zach's performance in the previous game and his end of the season, uh, most definitely raised his value to where the Bulls should at least get some offers that they have to contemplate, uh, which isn't something I feel was really happening at the trade deadline this year with his semi-slow start coming off the injury. So I guess the the positive for me out of this play-in scenario is that we did see Zach Levine be a clutch player in one of these two games. We saw him take over the game um, and at least give you reasonable doubt to believe that he is capable of being a franchise player. Uh, I don't know that he sold anybody on the fact of being a number one, 
as we did finish in the 10th seed and had to play in for our rights to be in the playoffs. But I do think Zach definitely saved some face for his own name to finish this season. It's just a matter of what the Bulls really want to do. You know, we've preached continuity for the last two years, have wrote it out, and clearly that has not paid off. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what this front office does with their first love child, you know. Uh, this was their baby. This was their vision. Um, and it is seemingly come to an end. The window is all but closed. Obviously, you, you have the ability uh, and the option to extend Vooch and run it back again. But no, please, that no. would be like the most disheartening thing at this point. Yeah. You know, another thing that's going to hurt me, too, is uh, if they do start making moves, Goose, Caruso in these two games of the play-in has been really awesome and fun to watch, and I'll, I'll definitely miss him if he is moved to a contender or something like that next year. Because um, he played a great game. He had the Bulls' first eight points tonight while playing the best defense on the team. Yep, you know? it, was, it, was, it was Caruso versus Max Struess to start right. this game. I mean, it, just, just a wild – I mean, I don't even know what we just watched. We watched a defensive – I wouldn't even say master class, really. A defensive battle where – no one could shoot besides Max Struess and Kobe White. Well, which was funny. The commentary on the game uh, as it started and as it progressed was both of these teams are going to pack the paint. They're going to allow three-point attempts, and ultimately the team that shoots better is going to end up winning. And unfortunately, the game that Max Struess had turning on that Clay Thompson vibe, Bulls uh, luckily worked themselves back into this game. But to start – it really didn't feel like they had a chance. They were very discombobulated, really didn't have any organization on the offensive end. Um, almost felt like they were being forced into ISO uh, possessions just because they couldn't move the ball the way that they wanted to. So uh, I, I don't know what the answer for that is when you have three all-star caliber players who are all offensive-oriented um, and your downfall was essentially your offense because it most definitely wasn't your defense. Um I think Billy. It was, your, it was your lack to be able to get to the free throw line. I mean, we got outshot twenty. They shot twenty-eight for thirty-two. We were eleven for fifteen. No, well, they only hit two more threes than us, and they actually made less field goals than we did. So, you know, don't uh, I, don't, don't put this on a tee for people to put this one on the refs, but <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to. But Billy Donovan didn't blame the refs in the, his post game. He blamed them for he blamed themselves for being too physical. You know, fouling. And, you know, and not making the right play. He said that in his, in his uh, post-game press conference. So so with that in mind, how likely do you think it is that Patrick Beverly comes back, given that he was uh, somewhat instrumental in the Heat being in the bonus very early in the fourth quarter? I don't think he's back. Unless, I mean, he's back on the cheap, cheap Udonis Haslam on the end of the bench types. Listen, I had fun with Pat Bev. We laughed about Pat. We had a great time with him. He had some cool moments in his little – not even half a season with the Bulls, his quarter of a season, if that. Um, if he's back, he's back. If he's not, he's not. If we're tanking and he is our starting point guard for the tank, then I'm cool. You know, I'm cool. But do you that, do I'm, you foresee this team going down the tanking path next season, or do you feel well, you that know, they're going to retool and reload and, and try to be a playing team again? Th this is why you and I are just breaking this game down. Because you know where my head's at already. I need to think clearly because I'm fucking ready to log on to 2K right now. I'm tearing it all down. Sorry, I'm, I'm tearing it all down. I'm using today's roster. I'm tearing it all down in the offseason. I'm trading Zach. I'm trading Damar. I'm, I'm letting Vooch go, whatever. I'm, I'm going to hell. That's where I'm going. And I'm rebuilding from there.
that's where my mind is right now. So I have I mean, you have I to give me when until you look the around end of our conference. When you look around our conference and you look around the league, uh, you have to kind of think that this team was put together to compete with the LeBrons at the end of their stint here, the Kevin Durant still somewhat towards the end of their prime. And we are nowhere near that tier of players. As much as I wanted to win the game tonight, it was always kind of overshadowed by that. You're playing the Milwaukee Bucks in a seven-game <laughs> series. Well, um, it's funny because uh, Chai, Chai is... Sports fans comment. He uh, he put where did he put it? God damn, I'm trying to find it now. But um, he put something like, "Oh man, I I really wanted them to win this game so we can get you know, even though we get bitch slapped by Milwaukee, you know." <laughs> like, yeah, no. So the the reward to winning tonight wasn't necessarily ideal to begin with. Um, so maybe the the alternative will be better for the team in the long run. Obviously, it's hard to feel that way now uh, with the emotions and everything kind of invested into the game tonight. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Bulls do have a shot in the lottery now. Um, maybe they uh, they strike gold again and and we can smile on lottery night and thank the uh, basketball gods that Max Struess went off like Clay Thompson. Um, and, and then maybe that'll make us feel better. Cause right now I'm not feeling too good. Maybe the local kid will help his team out somehow, some way, uh, goose. I don't have much else just for the game itself. We, we broke that down. I mean, you know, bulls couldn't hit shots. Miami couldn't hit shots. They just got free throws and we, we, we committed a lot of dumb fouls there and a couple timely turnovers. Uh, I don't have much else, man. We're going to do our end of the season address. When do you want to do that? Like Monday or Tuesday or something? Uh, so I'm off Tuesday. Otherwise, I believe Tuesday. I'll be off Monday by 6. So whatever Tuesday. works best for you, buddy, we uh, will night. tweet that out and let everybody know where to find us uh, for that night. I'm sure we'll continue to do some off-season coverage even early here uh, during the playoffs. Maybe even just do some Sunday fun days or some game recaps of the playoffs just because – uh, we not? both love ball, and do? just because the Bulls are out doesn't mean that we're going to stop watching. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Ooh, please follow Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you listen to us, five-star rating and review because it's cool and tough. We'll be back probably Tuesday night. Tuesday night, we're going to do our end-of-the-season episode. Um talk about some off-season ideas, kind of like Goose said. Then we'll probably be live throughout the playoffs here and there, you know, just talking shit with everybody. So, um, Goose, one more thing, actually, I just thought of. Since this is the end of season four, we are going into our fifth season doing Bulls on Tap together next next year. So, uh, Half a decade, homie? What? A half a decade of shit, man. Of what? Shit. That is crazy. To, to <laughs> think we're both of our kind of introductory – podcast blogging kind of careers quotation marks in the air here uh have started to see where we've come to in the fact that uh you know we we just can't go that long without seeing each other's faces and having a good talk about ball uh we will probably continue throughout this off season uh just because it's fun We, we like joining you guys that like to join us live uh anybody who catches us later than live we appreciate you all the same uh everybody thank you for the support um, and the appreciation throughout the year. Uh, we, we're literally just two average guys that love to hop on and talk ball um, and share a perspective that is, you know, the equivalent of yours. The same thing that you feel while you're sitting on your couch. Me and Buzz are just close enough and uh, got big enough cojones to hop on live and uh, talk about it directly after the game. So we appreciate the support. We'll keep talking to you guys throughout the season. 
um and ultimately i just love you buddy uh, i'm glad that we get to do this even even when it hurts you, man it makes me feel better that we i have misery with you and juice uh juice left immediately after the game because he had had enough you enjoy your night at the bar we'll be back on tuesday night after after nothing because the fucking bulls are done we'll see you tuesday let's go bulls off season